Welcome, friend. Have a seat by the fire. Make yourself comfortable. Slicing and peeling as a skilled surgeon into bare flesh, he labored as he had many times before until the task was done. Fresh innards shoved aside, ripe guts removed. It was the annual fall ritual. Now there was but one job remaining. Carving ever so carefully, he admired the work before him, an art form perfected. And the hollow face leered back and began to smile broadly, even as the blade dug ever deeper and deeper. You're listening to Campfire Radio Theatre. Tonight we kick off our ode to the coveted haunting season with a tale harvested from the mind of John Ballantyne. So button tight that sweater, make certain your work is done, and brace yourself for an audio chill we call Rites of Autumn. Ghoulish Gary Chesterton here in the laboratory bringing you devilish delinquents your nightly dose of spooky hits. Plenty of fresh meat on the slab for tonight, kids. And you can take that all the way to the bank. The blood bank. <laughs> Let's fire it up, Eagle. Hello. Hi, honey. Are you having a fun time at Grandpa's? Uh-huh. So what are you doing? I'm just getting ready for Halloween. Oh, so you're helping out, huh? Yep, we're carving pumpkins. Oh, wow. Carving pumpkins. Yeah, hey, can you get me a costume? I thought you weren't up for trick-or-treating this year. Isn't that what you told me? I know. I changed my mind. Okay, we'll see. There's a few errands Mommy needs to run, and then I'll pick you up later, okay? I hope it's not too late to find something you want. Doesn't matter. Just something kind of scary. That should not be an issue. It's the most scaryful time of the year. <laughs> but we need to be careful. We don't want to give a certain little boy bad dreams. I don't have the nightmares anymore, Mom. I know. You're doing a whole lot better, sweetie. You remember what we talked about. You remember what Mommy said. There's no such thing as monsters. <laughs> That's right. Uh, I, I Look, I gotta go. So tell Grandpa I'll be by in just a bit, and make sure and behave. Okay? I will. Bye, Mom. Bye, honey. I love you. Hey, who was it, Kyle? Just Mom. Yeah, I guess she'll be coming for you soon. Well, I suppose I can still show you the fine art of pumpkin carving in just a few easy steps. Uh, here, have a seat next to me, young fella. It's a discipline, you know. It requires concentration, a steady hand, and a sharp knife. Uh, you know, Kyle, 
certain skills get passed down from uh, one generation to the next. Like it, carving pumpkins? Exactly, son. <laughs> like carving pumpkins. I remember when I was a boy just about your age. This was a special time of year. But uh, uh, things are different now. Different? More distractions these days. You've got video games and electronic toys, 24-hour TV, and a gazillion channels. <laughs> right back then, there was just you and the outdoors uh, and uh, imagination. Oh, yeah? What kind of things did you do? Oh, well, we had corn mazes and fall festivals, folks dressed up in sheets and <laughs> silly little outfits, whatever they could throw together. You know... We used to bob for apples this time of year. The world was a simpler place. Doesn't sound like much fun. Oh, but it was. It was a golden time. You'll recall your youth one day and feel the same way. Really? Well, certainly you will. This season, well, it still has a certain charm. A certain magic, I guess. Don't you feel it? Nah. Sure you do. Uh, take a deep breath. <sighs> Smell that Christmas in the air. Feel it in the pores of your skin, the color of the trees. I guess you always wish there was more time to savor those things. Are you okay? Fine, son. Just fine. <clears throat> so, uh, well, tell me about uh, these dreams you have. The nightmares you were talking about earlier. Do I have to? You always helped when I was a boy. It uh, helped to talk about them. You had nightmares? Oh, yes indeed, Kyle. Terrible nightmares. Things that tore me apart on the inside gave me a bad feeling, really bad. But you see, I was uh, lucky. I had a friend to talk to. A friend? Sure. My best friend, in fact. I called him Larry. He told me what to do to feel better. You see, uh, I got picked on in school. Kids were mean. We moved around a lot. I was always a new kid in town. Didn't fit in. I was an easy target for those little bastards. That's a bad word, Grandpa. Oh, yes, it is, Kyle, and don't you repeat it. Well, let me tell you something funny about my friend Larry, though. No matter where we moved to, Larry was there. And what's more, Larry knew how to make the nightmares go away. How did he do that? Larry was real smart, you see. He knew that I needed a purpose, a mission. Larry introduced me to the work. Work? Like the job? Uh, no, son. Uh, the work is... Um, it's hard to explain, really. It's like a therapy of sorts. Uh, an outlet for those bad feelings, the nasty impulses. Larry showed me how pouring those emotions into the work could drive the bad dreams away. Those nightmares. The nights of restless sleep. It all went away. Was Larry real? Like a real person? More real than any friend uh, I've ever had. He taught me things. Larry was, uh, well, he was very wise. 
What happened to him? Larry, I mean. And we grew apart as I got older. Drifted. Didn't see him much anymore. I suppose he had... Uh, well, I suppose he had taught me everything I needed to know. Hi there. Sorry to interrupt. I'm selling tickets to the church carnival coming up tonight. Would you like to go? Well, I, I don't know. Uh, let me see your flyer there. They're doing a trick-or-treat down the main street, a haunted hayride through the Whisper Meadow, and there's, like, a raffle for a laptop, surround sound stereo, fresh-baked goods, cookies, lots of cool stuff. It's only $2 per ticket. Well, that sounds like a good time, doesn't it, Kyle? Sure, I guess. Ah, that's what I'm talking about, a good old-fashioned Halloween carnival. We don't use the word Halloween, because I guess it, like, offends some people. That's why it just says Fall Carnival on the flyer. Of all the... Whoever heard of such foolishness? Yeah, I know. It's kind of silly. I'll take four tickets. My wallet's in the house. Uh, Let me grab you some cash, dear, and stay right here. Do you know if the neighbors are home? I rang the bell and nobody answered. I don't think so. Do your parents go to Bethel Baptist? No, we just moved back to town. You guys should join us. We've got a lot of kids your age. Good-sized youth ministry. It's really cool. So, this is your grandpa's house. Yep. Carving pumpkins, huh? Mm-hmm. Well, that one looks scary. It's not that scary. I mean, well, it's not like a monster or something. <laughs> No such thing as monsters, right? That's what Mom says. There's no such thing as monsters. Hey, better be careful with that knife. It's, like, pretty sharp. (laughs) What was your name, dear? Carrie. Carrie. Such a lovely name. My folks live over in Brookhaven. Would you mind stepping into the house for a second, Carrie? Well... I've got an item that might be perfect for the carnival this evening. I really gotta be going. Of course. Still have a ton of tickets to sell. This'll just take a second. Now, I've got your money in here on the counter. Okay, sure. It was really nice meeting you two. Oh, step this way. It's in the next room. themselves sometimes. I heard a scream. <laughs> a scream? <laughs> oh, that. Oh, just having a little fun. Couldn't resist, you know. Guess it's the season we're in. What do you mean? We didn't realize the young lady would scare us so easily. I hope she'll forgive me. Oh, you should have seen her face, Kyle. You see, she went to pick up her money off the table there, and uh, as she did, 
Oh, I slipped on this old rubber mask. Well, she turned around, and I guess I must have given her one heck of a fright. <laughs> I don't believe she touched the floor twice on her way out the back door. She's gone? Shame, really. Such a sweet girl. Some folks spook easy. Hard to believe in this age. Well, young man, I'm going to grab our jack-o'-lantern so we can finish up on the kitchen table. Sure is a nip in the air out here today. Starting to feel the season in my bones. smelled something. Kyle, now you know I've told you to never open that door. The cellar is off limits to little boys. I know, but... Those stairs are rickety. You might break your neck going down there. It smells like something's burning. Well, that's just the jack-o'-lanterns. Lighted a few earlier while I was hauling up decorations. Now close that door and come have a seat at the table. That's a good boy. Now, let's see, where were we? You look kind of pale. I just get a little windy these days. Not quite as spry as I once was. And the truth is, son, this old man, well, he won't be around much longer. Why? Here, Grandpa is sick. I have a terminal illness. Do you know what that means? I'm not sure. I'm dying, son. May not see another autumn, May another Halloween. Maybe, can't you go to the doctor? Oh, nothing more a doctor can do for me now, Kyle. There's a tumor growing inside my brain. I'll get weaker as time passes, grow sick. Soon I won't be able to get out of bed or use a damn toilet by myself. Bad word, Grandpa. Soon I won't even be able to talk. That's why this moment with you is vital. I want to pass on some things before I go. My knowledge, things like... Uh, How to make pumpkins into jack-o'-lanterns. <laughs> exactly, my boy, exactly. I'm really sorry that you're sick. Well, yeah, no use of dwelling on such things. Let's talk about something more cheerful. Well, I'm ready to carve the eyes. Ah, yes. Take great care at this stage. The eyes will reveal the nature of your creation. Careful. Careful with the blade. You asked me about Larry earlier. You asked me what happened to him. I told you we don't talk much anymore. Well, that's not entirely true. You see, uh, we talk once a year. We talk before almost every Halloween. It's our tradition. Why just Halloween? Well, because that's when the dreams return. The bad dreams. The monsters. You talk to Larry about them? That's right. And we talk about the work. How do you do the work? Sometimes, Kyle. 
One must do things, terrible, terrible things, in, in order to chase away nightmares. Now, I know it's difficult to understand, but you're still a young man. But one night, when the world lies silent around you, silent as a tomb, you'll hear a voice speak to you. It'll call your name. Now, don't be afraid, because this voice is your friend, and it'll tell you what must be done. It'll tell you of the work. And suddenly, all will be made clear. I'm not afraid, Grandpa. I know, my boy. There's no reason to be. So what do I do with the seeds? What's that? The seeds from the pumpkin. Ah, the seeds. Well, you hold on to them. Let them dry. Now plant them, and you may just have your own pumpkin patch this time next year. Awesome! Well, looks like your mother is here. Yep, that's her coming to the front door now. Uh, say, why don't you go later in? Okay. And Kyle, remember what I told you? Remember what I said. Wow, what do you have all over your shirt? Pumpkin guts. For heaven's sake. We need to clean you up before we head home. You are not getting in my car like that. Pumpkin guts. Ugh. So who was that I saw you talking to at the kitchen table? That's my other grandpa. Your other grandpa? He's from daddy's side of the family. Your grandpa Jay? Uh Uh-huh, grandpa Jay. Sweetie, your Grandpa Jay died before you were born. Mom, just ask him. Dad? He's right in there. Dad! Kyle, there's nobody in here. Where's your Grandpa? Your real Grandpa? Oh, he's not here. Grandpa Jay said he went out for a while. Kyle, that wasn't your Grandpa Jay. Is anybody here? Dad? Dad? This place is a complete mess. Oh my god. What's that? What's that smell? Oh, it smells like something's burning. It's the jack-o'-lanterns. What? The jack-o'-lanterns. Why are they down in the cellar? Kyle, why are there jack-o'-lanterns lit in the cellar? For God's sake, the whole house could go up in flames. What the hell is this? What is it, Mom? Don't come down here, Kyle. Eyewitness News with Gil Marshall.
A shocking and gruesome discovery in Pleasant Heights today as nine bodies were recovered from the basement of a home in the otherwise tranquil subdivision. Details are still emerging, but a neighboring family and a teen girl, as well as the elderly homeowner, are believed to be among the victims, some of whom were reportedly decapitated in bizarre ritual-like fashion. Human skulls were found in the cellar of the home, and quoting one officer on the scene, they were lit like jack-o'-lanterns. There are no suspects in custody, but the authorities believe the slayings are connected to the semi-annual All Hallows serial killer that has remained at large over the past three decades with identical crime scenes in at least seven neighboring states. But one night, when the world lies silent around you, silent as a tomb, You'll hear a voice speak to you. It'll call your name. Now don't be afraid, because this voice is your friend, and it'll tell you what must be done. It'll tell you of the work. You've been listening to Campfire Radio Theatre. Tonight's tale, Rites of Autumn, was written, directed, and produced by John Ballantyne. Additional voice direction by Blaine Hicklin. Horror DJ material written and performed by Rich Wentworth. Featured in the cast were Joe Stafko as Grandpa, James Hicklin as Kyle, Shelby Sessler as Carrie, Tanya Milevich as the mother, Rich Wentworth as Ghoulish Gary, and Kevin Hartnell as the news anchor. Music by Kevin Hartnell. Halloween-themed songs by Mark Turner, The Zombie Dandies, The Vivisectors, and Kevin Hartnell. Sound design by John Ballantyne. Additional sound, courtesy of Freesound Project. Mixing and post-production by John Ballantyne. Share the horror and visit us at campfireradiotheater.com and on Facebook at Campfire Radio Theater. Ah, listen to them, the teenage rock and roll combos of the night. What terrible music they make. Kidding, kiddies. Nothing but the best for my ghouls. Ooh, what's that crawling out of the crypt? Is it the gruesome new smash hit from the plastic cadavers? Why, yes it is. And that means it's time to do the Frankenstein frug. Igor, get down from there. It was for Mary, who was as ugly as can be. Now you'll find her buried underneath the tree. Oh, it's for Olga, who hissed like a snake. Now she's floating in the lake. They call me.
me a monster? But I did it for love. They call me a monster. But push came to shove. They call me a monster. But how can that be? They call me a monster. But just you wait and see. It is for Nora. A loud southern bell. No, she's at the bottom of the well. Sarah, who smelled like a rat. She was consumed by a pig and a cat. <laughs> they call me a monster? I did it for love. They call me a monster? Well, push came to shove. They call me a monster. Well, how can that be? They call me a monster. Well, just you wait and see. I misunderstood. A really nice guy. I promise, I swear, that I never lie. You know I'm not crazy, I'm as sane as can be. <laughs> Just ask my shrink, who I buried in sea. T is for Tanya, who is always a bore. Most of her hides underneath the floor. E is for Esther, a habitual liar. She screams to have perished in a fire. Whoops! They call me a monster. But you know I did it for love. They call me a monster. But push came to shove. They call me a monster. But how can that be? They call me a monster. But just you wait and see. Now R, that's for Rudy. That's my name if you care. And tonight, I'll be riding the electric chair. But I'll come back just you wait and see. Because you're next on the list of my killing spree! <laughs> it won't be long now. If the great pumpkin comes, I'll still put in a good word for you. Good grief! I said if. I meant when he comes. I'm doomed. <laughs> 